Good morning everyone and welcome this Palm Sunday. I hope you enjoy the worship as we come together, albeit digitally, to praise God and to remember the beginning of Holy Week. Hosanna to the Son of David, the King of Israel. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Behold, your king comes to you, O Zion, meek and lowly, sitting upon an ass. Ride on in the cause of truth and for the sake of justice. Your throne is the throne of God, it endures forever. And the scepter of your kingdom is a righteous scepter. You have loved righteousness and hated evil. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, during Lent we have been preparing by works of love and self-sacrifice for the celebration of our Lord's death and resurrection. Today we come together to begin this solemn celebration in union with the church throughout the world. Christ enters his own city to complete his work as our saviour. To suffer, to die and to rise again. Let us go with him in faith and love so that, united with him in his sufferings, we may share his risen life. Let us hold up our palm crosses as we say together, God our Saviour, whose Son Jesus Christ entered Jerusalem as Messiah to suffer and to die. Let these palms be for us signs of his victory and grant that we who bear them in his name may ever hail him as our King and follow him in the way that leads to eternal life who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And we come to the collect, the special prayer for today. True and humble King, hailed by the crowd as Messiah, grant us the faith to know you and love you, that we may be found beside you on the way of the cross, which is the path of glory. Amen. And we come now to our Gospel reading, which Paul will read. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. It's Mark chapter 11 and the first 11 verses. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage and Bethany in the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and just as you enter the village, you will find a colt tied there who no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why are you doing this, you'll say to them, the Lord needs it and will send it back shortly. They went and they found a colt outside in the street, tied in a doorway. As they untied it, some people said, there, what are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. 
Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked around everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. There are surprisingly few stories that appear in all four Gospels. So when a story does appear in all four Gospels, we know that it's something that is very important. One such story is the entry into Jerusalem. The commemoration of the events of Palm Sunday is based on this biblical event and was observed in Jerusalem as early as the 4th century. Indeed, one of the earliest ever hymns to be written was the classic Palm Sunday hymn, All Glory, Lord and Honour to Thee, Redeemer King, written by Theodulf of Orléans in around about the beginning of the 9th century. It's been painted in artworks many, many times, but one that I think stands out among the crowd is actually one of the earliest painted in around 1305 AD this is the entry into Jerusalem by Giotto it currently resides in the Scrovenegni chapel in Padua in Italy Giotto was born Giotto di Bondoni he lived from 1267 to 1337 and he was perhaps the first artist to break away from the prevailing style of the previous 200 years, the Byzantine style. He was known for his accuracy to the human and natural world, as compared to the stylized art of the Byzantine tradition. If we look carefully at this painting, and first of all the composition, we can see how Giotto has positioned the key elements. Jesus, the disciples, the crowd and Jerusalem. He's placed Jesus in the very centre of the composition with the disciples to the left and the crowd flowing out of the city of Jerusalem on the right. In the brilliant blue sky, two eager people from the crowd sway in the trees, picking up branches to honour him. The disciples appear to be jammed together on the left-hand side of the painting no social distancing there then and we can only clearly see the faces of four of them the rest of the twelve are suggested just by the tops of their heads and a swathe of rich golden halos they are alert sober watching the crowd carefully and cautiously as well they might they've heard from Jesus three times that he would be arrested and killed in Jerusalem so what lies ahead is unknown slightly scary the outburst of praise and hosannas was no doubt both hopeful but also unsettling for them. Now the welcoming crowd on the right is quite different. Firstly it includes both men and women. There is a spaciousness, we can see each face clearly. There's a tremendous sense of movement as they surge out of the city gates to meet the coming king. People are climbing trees, ripping off branches. One man with grave solemnity lays down his cloak on the road. 
making an improvised red carpet for the arrival of the king, while two others are pulling off their cloaks and another waves his palm branch. Their mouths open, we can almost hear them singing, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. How does Giotto centre our attention on Jesus? Well, he does this in a variety of different ways. As we've already observed, Jesus is placed in the very centre of the composition. He's also the largest figure in the painting, actually out of proportion with the size of the other figures. His head surrounded by the clear blue sky, positioned between the vertical lines of the trees, it's an attempt to make Jesus the very focus and centre of this painting. He is the most important person here. Notice the donkey also playing a special role in this painting. Relatively large and in the middle of the painting she steps forward boldly and obediently with a colt at her side mirroring Jesus as the faithful servant of God. One ear is pointing backwards one ear is pointing forwards. One ear attuned to the master and one to the crowd. She seems to function as a kind of bridge between what has happened and what still lies ahead. Giotto has also made us feel close to the action as if we are participants. He has the whole scene taking place in the foreground, the painted space somehow continuous with our space. It seems as if Jesus is passing in front of us and we find ourselves drawn into the swoosh of palm branches, the shouts of praise. The prophet not only speaks into his immediate situation in this verse, but also looks to a more distant future, where we are called to rejoice greatly and welcome a king who comes for our salvation. He alone has salvation. He comes not as a warrior on a prancing war horse, nor as a political revolutionary for the overthrow of Rome, but entering Jesus on a humble donkey to bring healing and hope and peace. It's clear from Matthew's Gospel that Jesus has arranged all this well in advance. The donkey is arranged to be available. He requests that the disciples go and find the donkey in the colt, untie them and bring them to him. He fully understands that symbolism, embraces it and participates in it. He will enter Jerusalem in the way that the prophet Zechariah prophesied all those years ago. It's clear that the crowd understand the symbolism as well. Appropriately, they cry out, Hosanna to the son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. These verses come from Psalm 118. Hosanna meaning save us or save us Lord. The crowds clearly identifying Jesus as the son of David, the one who brings salvation. If we look at the man in the tree to the right, we see that he holds his arms in a crucified position by which Giotto quietly suggests that this will be the ultimate outcome of the entry into Jerusalem. The crowd shouting Hosanna, Hosanna, will be standing by, perhaps even participating, as another crowd shouts, crucify him, crucify him. And while the crowd surge and shout in the street, Giotto captures this one still point. Jesus with messianic dignity, sitting in the midst of it all, offering his gesture of peace and blessing.
on the cusp of what will be revealed in Jerusalem as violence, hostility, brutality, abandonment and ridicule, senseless violence and gruesome death, Jesus' focus is not on himself. He reflects peace and extends his arm in blessing to those around him. Two fingers traditionally suggesting both his divinity and his humanity. Aware of the crucifixion that lies ahead, we might be tempted to try and stop Jesus from entering Jerusalem. We might want to cry, go back and try and block the rider's way until we remember why this King comes. To bring salvation for all of us. Salvation that we desperately need. So instead, we add our voices to the crowd. Ride on, ride on in majesty, in lowly pomp, ride on to die. O Christ, thy triumphs now begin, O captive death and conquered sin. Ride on, ride on in majesty, in lowly pomp, ride on to die. Bow thy meek head to mortal pain, then take, O God, thy power and reign. come now to our intercessions. Let us pray to the Father through his Son, who suffered on the cross for the world's redemption. 
Fill with your spirit Christ's broken body, the church. Give to Christian people everywhere a deep longing to take up the cross and to understand its mysterious glory by the Saviour's cross and passion. Lord, save us and help us. Lord, save us and help us. Bless those who lead the church's worship at this solemn time in the preaching of the word and the celebration of the sacraments. Draw your people close to you by the Saviour's cross and passion. Lord, save us, save us and help us. Lord, save us and help us. Look in mercy upon the world you loved so much that you sent your son to suffer and die. Strengthen those who work to share the reconciliation won at such a cost upon the cross. By the Saviour's cross and passion, Lord, save us and help us. Lord, save us and help us. Bring healing by the wounds of Christ to all who are weighed down by pain and injustice. Help the lonely and the betrayed, the suffering and the dying to find strength in the companionship of Jesus and in his passion to know their salvation. By the Saviour's cross and passion, Lord save us and help us. Lord save us and help us. Welcome into paradise all who have left this world in your friendship. According to your promises, bring them with all your saints to share in the benefits of Christ's death and resurrection. By the Saviour's cross and passion, Lord save us and help us. Lord save us and help us. Holy God, holy and strong, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. Let us say together as our Lord and Saviour taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen.
Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today. I hope you've been blessed through this service. May the Father who so loved the world that he gave his only Son bring you by faith to his eternal life. Amen. Amen. May Christ who accepted the cup of sacrifice in obedience to the Father's will keep you steadfast as you walk with him in the way of the cross. Amen. Amen. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among us and remain with us always. Amen. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's service. I hope you have a good rest of the day. And if you're watching at any other time of the day, I hope you have a good rest of the evening. Um, Don't forget to join us every night this week for Compline at 9pm from tonight to Friday. We have um, a theme each night. Sunday will be the Chief Priests, Monday Peter, Tuesday Mary, the focus on Wednesday will be Pilate, on Thursday Judas and on Friday the Centurion. You can join us uh, live on Facebook or YouTube. And don't forget, Good Friday, 2 o'clock at St. Peter's and St. Paul's, an hour at the cross. Both churches are open for a time of prayer with reflection, music and words. And see you next Sunday when we rejoice and celebrate the resurrection on Easter Day, 9.30 at St. Peter's and 11 o'clock at St. Paul's. Live services at both churches. Don't forget to book. Okay, God bless you. Bye.